Welcome to the ENA Podcast. This is the ENA Podcast, and this is Dan Campana, Senior Manager for PR and Communications at the with the Emergency Nurses Association, welcoming you to our latest episode. And it's an exciting episode. I know I say exciting episode every time, but this one is for a totally different reason than uh, anything else we've talked about this year, uh, because today we're going to talk about EN20X, a virtual experience with the co-chairs of the Conference Education Planning Committee, Dustin Bass and Jamie Stevens Davenport. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the shift of what it's, what it's like to shift the conference planning process uh, from our traditional annual conference format to what is really going to be um, a, a very vibrant and new experience uh, for attendees coming up in September with EN20X. So with that, I welcome Dustin and Jamie to the ENA podcast. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. Great to have you both here. Um, let, let's start off, Dustin, I'm going to start with you. Um, for those who maybe aren't familiar with the Conference Education Planning Committee, uh, talk a little bit about what uh, what you're tasked with on a year-to-year basis and you know what really the the goal is when it comes to planning you know any conference but certainly ENA's biggest conference of the year yeah so we are tasked with choosing all of the education from a very global perspective for each national conference and so this is my third year on the committee obviously my first one as co-chair but whenever we look at the entire program we always try to kick it up a notch every year in a way where you know you have dynamic up-to-date evidence-based content that really can appeal to the large audience that is ENA all the way from advocacy to leadership to you know the clinician we want to make sure that there's something for everyone so as we go through we're really intentional in selecting some of the best education so that we can, you know, appeal to that broader audience within ENA so that there's something for everyone while they're at the conference. And so as we go through, we review the abstracts, we choose and work with the speakers to ensure that they're prepared on their end to present a really dynamic presentation and then always looking for other options rather than just, you know, PowerPoints and discussion, but, you know, is there hands-on that we can incorporate? Is there technology? Is there innovation? And so, again, just trying to, you know, every year kick it up a notch and make sure that it's relevant and really um, evidence-based and, you know, looking at what's going on in the current environment right now. So... And along those lines, um, from talking with some of our, my colleagues, some of the staffers, the number of submissions uh, is always a, a great indicator of how uh, energetic people are about wanting to be a part of um, our annual conference, no matter the format. Uh, Jamie, so talk about that piece for a little bit, you know, about what, um, you know, what the volume was like this year in terms of the number of abstracts and the number of people who want to have a place and, and be involved with uh, with presenting to our audiences that uh, that we bring together for, you know, an annual education conference. Well, Dan, we had we had a record number of submissions this year, obviously being ENA's 50th anniversary. Everybody wanted to be in on it um, and, you know, show their work and put themselves on display at the biggest stage for emergency nursing. And I think we had well over 500. And literally, we took every single one of those submissions and 
Dustin and I, along with um, a couple of other people, um, as well as the entire committee who had sections, they got, I think they got between 60 and 75 abstracts to review themselves. We literally, everybody combed over them. They were seen by more than one committee member. And then we all came to Chicago in February and sat down and said, these are the ones we want. And that, you know, that's not something that was always agreed upon by everyone on the committee. But then if if you felt passionately about it, you know, we down to the wire, we would literally go to the mat and fight for those, for those submissions that we felt like were going to be amazing and going to be different and something people would want to see. And having so many to choose from just shows how much uh, membership and how much people were excited about coming to Las Vegas and showing what they know and showing what they've done and literally putting on display for the entire emergency nursing world um, how wonderful we all are. So obviously you talked about coming together in Chicago to, in, in February to, to start to hone that down and to build out what things would have looked like in Vegas. So of course the world changes um, and plans change and you know as ENA has has talked about in the last week or so, really, you know, to bring together the best event possible, but also being mindful of the circumstances that everybody's facing right now, and really just not knowing about the ability to put on uh, a large-scale event, knowing that the guidelines for gatherings and all that are, are something that would have to be settled much sooner than we would be able to, uh, to, to move forward in Vegas. So you guys had to pivot a little bit um, and, and make sure that we're still bring, bringing that level of, um, you know, of expertise out, but just doing it in a different format. So Jamie, a little bit about what, you know, how does that, how has that renewed maybe the energy of the committee a little bit to know that now there's a different challenge with this. We want to make sure it's still the absolute best possible content but let's make sure that we're packaging, you know, we make it fit the package a little bit differently. What has that done for the committee's uh, energy level, knowing that there's probably a little disappointment, but also now this is a new challenge at the same time? Well, you know, everybody got into their groove and they had their assignments and everything was, you know, moving forward. And then all of a sudden we were like, oh my gosh, what do we do? What can we translate? You know, what have we already planned that we can translate to a virtual stage? And what are some things we're maybe going to have to say mm, that might not look so right because we really want to make sure that everything that we put out there virtually is going to be engaging and is going to be super exciting for the membership. And honestly, initially we were all kind of like, Oh, what do we do? And then all of a sudden like the texts start coming and the group me messages start coming through and I have this idea and we could do this. And what about this? And it got to be really exciting because there were all these things that, you know, you know, maybe somebody on the committee does um, a lot of their skills or something virtually in their hospital. So they have an idea on how we can do it on a larger scale for national. And then um, there's someone who has an idea that, you know, they've seen these great virtual presentations that really engage the audience. And then honestly, when we started seeing the NFL draft and American Idol and how they were doing it so amazing, I think that really gave us some renewed energy and uh, hope. Um, and not knowing that, that we can do this, we can make a really good engaging virtual conference for the membership. Um, because you're right, the world does change and we kind of have to turn and pivot with it. And we have to figure this out. And I think that's part of um, what makes emergency nurses so great is that we're really good at figuring it out when it's not going our way. So I don't know that it could have happened to a um, better group of individuals than this committee. So both of you had a chance to see the platform that uh, EN20X will be presented on. 
Um, you know, Dustin, I'll start with you. Uh, how would you describe what you saw and, and maybe share a couple of, of thoughts about, you know, maybe to put some pictures in the minds of people who are listening, who are trying to get a, a grasp of what really this is going to look like? What, how would you, you know, describe it in a couple words? Yeah, so I think, you know, it's important to understand that it's not a Zoom call. And, you know, we all have been inundated with these Zoom calls. And whenever you say virtual conference, I think that our mind, as well as mine, immediately goes to a Zoom call or, you know, a bunch of faces on a screen or something like that. And this platform is actually really interactive and kind of really exciting. So whenever you log on, you walk into this virtual uh, conference center that then you navigate through the conference center virtually um, in your own time with your own you know, wherever you feel like going at the time based on the education that's there, there's a virtual exhibit hall, there's networking areas where you can go into different rooms and network with different groups of people. And it's a beautiful platform that, you know, is immersive and you actually even feel like you're there whenever you go in one of the lecture halls, there's um, seats kind of in front of you virtually. And then the person is up on the screen giving their presentation. And so it, it's just a much more exciting feel that gives you the ability to really navigate through this platform and feel immersed in uh, a virtual conference instead of just clicking through Zoom links and, you know, seeing a bunch of people on the screen. So it got me really excited after I saw it, knowing that all of the dynamic dynamism and all of the excitement and everything could be translated very easily into this virtual platform that could be something that's really exciting and really great. So. Uh, Jamie, I'm, I'm, from what Dustin's saying, I'm hearing things like dynamic and interactive and engaging. Uh, any, any additional thoughts from your side about what you took away from, the, from a demo of the platform? No, he's absolutely 100% right. It's you, you go into almost a, a virtual conference hall, just like you were walking into, you know, the, the main conference building and you see all of these areas where you can go here for this hourly session or join this hourly session, or you can, you know, go forward like you were going to go into the, um, the exhibit hall. And it's just, it's, it's way more than just staring at a bunch of people on a screen. It gives you choice. You don't have to just sit and watch, you know, just like if you were, in a, because we've all been there, it's just like if you were in uh, some education that maybe mm, this isn't exactly what you thought you wanted to see, you can back out and you can go do something else. So it is very dynamic. It is very user friendly. Um, and it's going to give the feel like you're actually there, which is really uh, what we what we were looking for and what we wanted is even though we're having to be apart, we wanted to figure out a way to bring people together. And I think hopefully with this platform and being able to have the, uh, you know, meet and mingle rooms and still be able to do a lot of the interactive uh, things with other members. I think it's going to be um, the, the best of both worlds that we can achieve. Certainly. And, and while you guys continue to work through sort of the slotting of the educational lineup and knowing which pieces are going to land where, and um, there's also some continuing uh, opportunities for education that uh, what will come from, uh, from this as well. Uh, as part of the registration and access to materials and things of that nature. So while we can't really get too much into the specifics of what's on the agenda right now or what some of the other sessions might look like, because that'll be finalized in the in the coming uh, coming period of time. Um, I'll start with Dustin this time. You know, from what you know about both sides of this, so you know what's going into picking the best education possible, and you also had a chance to see the platform. 
how would you encourage a member or if you're not a member and you decide to join so that you could be a part of EN20X, um, what would be, you know, your encouragement? Why would you encourage somebody to take part in this, uh, knowing that, you know, everybody's minds are kind of still on the idea that it'd be nice to get together, but how would you encourage somebody to give this a chance and understand that this is going to be pretty amazing in its own right? Yeah, so I think that we have to always look for the silver lining in a lot of things. And so as unfortunate as it is that we can't have the big gathering that we were looking for, it can also be a way where others who might not have been able to participate in the conference due to travel actually can participate in the conference. And also it is, you know, really an ease of access where you can come in for a block of time and enjoy the education and take things away from it. And then, you know, step back into your normal life if you need to, and then step back into the conference or stay for the whole time. So it allows that flexibility and the education is going to be just as um, authentic and just as amazing as it would have been in person. And so that really is our goal is translating that into this virtual platform to where it is high quality education that really benefits a lot of people. And so there's going to be combinations of live and, you know, pre-recorded and, you know, um, access to information even after the original session. And so it's going to give a lot of options to a lot of different people from a lot of different pathways. And so I think that in that aspect, it appeals to a lot of people. And whether you've ever been to a conference or not, I think this gives you the opportunity to really see the level of high quality education that ENA puts out on a very regular basis. Jamie, what's your elevator p uh, pitch going to be for people who are going to ask you questions about this probably a lot over the next couple of months as we get closer and closer to September? Honestly, I, this is the perfect opportunity for people who have never been able to go for one reason or the other, childcare, or they can't get off work, um, the cost of the trip. Um, I think this is going to be, you know, the perfect platform for all of, all of those people who have never been able to experience um, what ENA can do for a national conference and the education that they can provide. Um, it's going to be their opportunity to go. And Maybe maybe this helps in the future uh, get more people involved because they can actually see it um, firsthand without having you know the risk of all of the travel and having to find babysitters, someone to watch their children, you know, some someone to entertain their loved ones or whoever while they're gone. Um, and I think that having that out there for people to see and that we still you know, want to do this and we want to deliver this for them and we want to give them the most highly, like Dustin said, authentic product there is, um, even in the face of such um, crazy circumstances. I think that says a lot um, for ENA and what we want to do for our nurses and for emergency nursing in general. Well, Dustin Bass and Jamie Stevens-Davenport, the co-chairs of the Conference Education Planning Committee, uh, we've, we've covered a lot of territory and Fortunately, there's still a lot more to come about what EN20X is going to be looking like. Um, so I know that there's still some work on both of your plates uh, as we move forward, uh, but I certainly don't uh, get the sense that either of you are, are feeling intimidated by anything that's, uh, you know, there's a lot of new here, but I don't get the sense that anybody's intimidated on the committee or between the two of you. Um, so any final thoughts? Uh, you know, I'll start with Jamie. Any final thoughts that you want to share? And then we can give Dustin a, a chance for the final word here. 
Um, I, I think like Dustin says, we all need to look for the silver lining and yeah, it's, it's so unfortunate that we're not going to get to, to be together in Las Vegas for the 50th anniversary. But like I said before, you know, the, the stepping back and punting and pivoting and making a new role and forging a new way, um, with the virtual conference is, you know, something we do best. And I'm super proud of everyone on this committee and at ENA who has been like, yep, we're still doing this. Um, we're going to figure it out. Um, ideas, 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 what you got, give it to me. We will make it work. However, we have to make it work because we want, we know the year that this has been for our nurses and we've got to give them something special. And I really think we're going to. Dustin, final word. Yeah, I think that for me, it's just knowing that nurses, especially ER nurses, are change agents and we're innovators. And I think that this is a great way to show how innovative we can be and really adopt technology and have some forward thinking in a way where it might not look like it always has, but it might bring us together in a very different way and allow us a way to deliver this education and solve, you know, all these difficult challenges that come with that, but in a way where it is a, it reaches a broader audience. So I think that um, it's going to be, you know, a really great way to celebrate 50 years of ENA and 50 years of what we've been trying to accomplish all along. And so I, it's going to be good. Well, Dustin and Jamie, I, I thank you both for taking some time to join us for the ENA pod, uh, on the ENA podcast. And um, we look forward to more information coming soon about EN20X. Thank you, Dan. Thank you so much. Thank you. So that'll do it for this episode of the ENA podcast. And as mentioned, there's plenty more information to come uh, about EN20X. You can find it on our website, ena.org slash EN20. And obviously, our social media is the most active way that you can find information. So keep an eye out for updates on new things coming through uh, in these many, many weeks uh, leading up to early September. Um, and obviously, we don't want you to forget the registration is now open for EN20X. So be sure to check out the information. And we hope to have you join us uh, virtually everywhere for EN20X. Until next time, this is Dan Campana. Uh, thanking you for joining us on this episode of the podcast. We look forward to you being a part of our audience for the next episode. Until then, be safe and be well. <laughs>